This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 33. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, your source for the very best tools, tips and ideas used by real estate's top performers. Now here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi everybody and welcome back to the show. Last year, I started listening to a real estate podcast called Super Agents Live. Host and presenter, Toby Selgado, is a passionate marketer and at the cutting edge of what's happening in the real estate marketing space on all levels. His huge library of podcasts are a who's who of real estate's top agents and related experts like authors and trainers. Then I came up with an idea. I was looking for ways to drive traffic to my blog and podcast, and I thought if I interviewed Toby and he interviewed me, we'd both have the chance to tell our story and share our marketing and real estate success ideas. In other words, leverage off each other's show to benefit both. Kind of a win-win. When I reached out to Toby, he came straight back to me and said, great idea. You would have heard my interview with Toby on episode 29, where he shares his knowledge about real estate radio advertising, which is one of his other businesses. And this week, it was my turn to be in the spotlight. And I've just listened to it, and we cover a fair bit of territory. We speak about what the best real estate websites are doing to drive traffic, the power of podcasting, and why we believe agents should be writing a blog. I explain how Best Agents works and how members are getting results, plus a whole lot more. I want to thank Toby for featuring me on his show. His podcast, Super Agents Live, is one of the most popular in North America, and I'm sure with 250 epic episodes behind him, his listenership and iTunes subscriber list is much greater than mine. I've included a link to his podcast and some other cool stuff in the show notes with this episode at topagentsplaybook.com. Last year, my podcast was listed in the top 20 global real estate podcasts, and I've included a link to that article as well, so you can see how much awesome quality and content there is in real estate podcast land. I was pumped to be included in this prestigious list as the only Australian real estate show, especially in my first year. Each month, the number of downloads continues to grow, and so far the podcast has been downloaded in more than 70 countries. But I want my success to be your success. It's no fun if you can't share your good ideas and discoveries with others and see their results. So I'd like to say thanks for being part of the Top Agents Playbook community. And I hope you're implementing the great ideas I share each week in these episodes. Here's my interview with Toby. Today's episode is brought to you by Real Estate Radio Experts. If you want those come listen me calls, Got to do radio, baby. Look, and, and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I think with us in this show, we're creating demand for real estate, radio, all over the nation. Um, so much so that I think some of you guys, I, I mean, literally, I've had two calls. Some of you guys, crazy characters, are trying to do it on your own. Don't. Buying this kind of media is tough. You have to know exactly what it is. And you know what? Look, the way we get paid uh, the radio station pays us. Why not work with a pro? So go to realestateradioexperts.com, fill out the getting started sheet, and uh, and we'll chat. Welcome to Super Agents Live. 
This is the one place where you can come and hear the most successful people in real estate. You'll hear how these super agents built their businesses, how they stay productive, and how they stay motivated. Who am I? My name's Toby Salgado, and I made my first million in real estate. And I'm your host for the next 30 minutes while we talk to yet another amazing real estate entrepreneur. Stay tuned. Let's go. Today's guest, let's get to that, man. Today's guest, we brought him in from Australia. He is a real estate marketing expert, specialist, um, and he has a podcast, Top Agents Playbook. Go check it out. Now, um, now the theme, thematically, of what today's guest talks about is how to be different. Um, you know, He shares the fact that somebody woke up in your city, in my city, in San Diego, they woke up this morning and they realize that, hey, I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to list it today. I'm going to list it this weekend. But you'll never get that deal unless they know who you are. So we talk about how to break above the noise and get your brand, get your message out there. Um, and a lot, we talk about a lot of online stuff. Um, and speaking of online, there's a few things I want to share with you at the end of this. Uh, uh, there's a cautionary tale here. Um, and in fact, why this episode is late, it, our website's crashed, man. Um, frustrating. So and now, in order to be different, today's guest, what he did um, in, in the early days of when he was starting his career, he wrote a book. Now, that book was, you know, how to make the most money selling your house. It became an instant hit. And uh, so many people found out about it that uh, other agents were coming up to him saying, hey, teach me your secrets. So all of a sudden, you know, we started you know, spending all his time teaching people how to do it. Now, we talk about some marketing stuff um, and how to be different, how to break above the noise. And uh, he shares with us how he is using text messaging marketing. Um, he shares that uh, you know one of his clients is doubling her business by blogging. Right, that's it by blogging. Um, you know, using long tail keywords. And we get into SEO and just you know little little you know and writing copy. You know, little tweaks like you know having. Uh, he shares how one of his clients has a, 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 a um, on the contact us said you know call us, we're not going to stalk you. And that little tweak has increased engagement tremendously. We also talk about how little things like, you know, Google has made a decision that if your site is not mobile responsive, they're not going to rank you. And if they do rank you, um, it's gonna, they're going to ding you pretty hard because they know that, you know, more than 50% of traffic is mobile. So you got to be mobile responsive. Now, you know, one of the other things that, you know, one of the things that we're doing with uh, real estate radio experts um, and, uh, and super agents is we are, uh, we're getting something called an SSL certificate for our sites. Now, I won't get into what that means. Um, and it's not costing us a whole bunch. I think it's like a hundred bucks a year, but that SSL certificate, and we get like a little, little, you know, a little uh, image that, that says that we were, we're certified. Um, but basically, it's a it's a protection thing and google knows that so if you are doing business you you know you need that ssl certificate um you're not doing e-commerce i understand that but you're doing business google feels way more comfortable if you have that ssl certificate so um that's a little something that will help your ranking you know go out and and get it now here's the cautionary tale right we all know that and that we have to have a website now I'm not going to say any names at all, but there are some sites out there 
that will that say, hey, we do Google pay-per-click marketing. We do Facebook marketing. And you know, you go and you pay them 1500 bucks, 1200 bucks, 1800 bucks a month and they build you a website. And the websites they build are beautiful. Um, the problem is that you pay them and you do your blogging, you add all this content and uh, and one day you decide to turn it off. Now what happens is you're going to get Google juice, Google ranking um, from that site. Um, once you turn it off, even if you launch again under the same name, tobysalgato.com, that ranking goes away. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I just realized this a few days ago with working with one of our other uh, School of Profit clients. So um, be careful out there, guys. Uh, you know, if you all need a website, just go pay a developer, find a developer, and build one. Don't pay those other guys to build one for you because if they hold that site hostage and, and don't give that to you, which they won't, at least as far as I know, um, you're going to lose all the Google ranking that you spent years and years to build. So um, that's, uh, by the way, that's something we talked about uh, on our first call at School of Profit, um, our new uh, coaching product where you can hop on the call with me, um, with my guest, ask them questions, and uh, you know, it starts at 99 bucks a month. Go check it out. Go to schoolofprofit.com, although uh, it's down right now. We're working on it. All right. Hey, let's get to this fantastic episode. Today in the show, I'm thrilled to bring today's guest on. Now, now, you know, today's guest doesn't sell real estate, but what he is, he's a real estate marketing specialist. And and what really attracted me to today's guest is that he's doing something that I always encourage you guys to do. Now, I'm not going to tell you what that is. We're, we'll let him get to it, uh, and we're we're going to get into his story. So, I'm thrilled to welcome Ray Wood. Hey, Ray, thanks for taking the time out. Oh, you're welcome, Toby. Thanks for having me on the show. So I, you know, I'm excited to get to uh, some of the your ideas around marketing uh, for for agents. But before we get there, I know you kind of have an interesting backstory. So t- let's hear it, man. Let's tell us a little bit about you. Okay, for sure. Well, uh, long story short, uh, rewind to 1990. My brother David and I started a business in Melbourne, Australia, and uh, we were. Um, we quit our jobs and we started our own company called Wood Brothers and 1990 came around and it hit us in the back of the head pretty solidly and uh, it was a very, very tough time. 91, 92, we were basically out of money. We just started our real estate agency. There were other agencies closing around us. People were getting out of real estate and uh, you know going back to their jobs as being teachers or, or, or whatever. Um, and uh, we were essentially out of money. So we had to come up with a pretty solid idea that would uh, help us get more listings and make more sales, which is obviously the, uh, the lifeblood of any, of any good real estate agent. So we'd been door knocking, Toby. We'd been cold calling. We'd been doing all of the things that we'd kind of had to resort to in the past to get business, but nothing was working. And when you have a very tough recession like, like this, the not only does the price of real estate drop, the, the volume of real estate drops as well. So it was like there was sort of 20 or 30% the amount of properties on the market as usual. So it was very, very challenging. So anyway, I came up with this idea as a lead generator. I studied some great marketers like David Ogilvie and, and uh, um, uh, John Caples and, and these guys who are, you know, the doyens of, of, of solid marketing. And I followed some of their principles and I came up with the idea of writing this, this, it ended up being a book, but it was like a flyer called How to Sell Your Home for More. One of the skill sets that I had was 
I was able to work with sellers and show them how they could influence the selling price of their property by presentation, good marketing, um, great photography. So this is 1990, well before the days of the internet was sure. were coming along. And so I developed this kind of formula for showing sellers how they could quite easily influence the selling price of their property. One of the key factors in that was having a great realtor, of course. So uh, and it, it was a marketing push and a marketing concept from, from my point of view. So I did this. I wrote some direct mail letters. I wrote some flyers. I did postcards, um, general things, and started getting them out in my neighborhood, and nothing happened. And I was, I was heartbroken, and we we're out of money, and, and I tried a few other things, and nothing worked. And then I went back to basics and did some tweaking, and at long last, the phone started to ring. Um, so that gave me a little bit of confidence. Um, I actually uh, fast forward a few years up to 94, 95. I wrote the book, How to Sell Your Home for More, and I started using an actual book. Now, today we use a, a book and an ebook, but I, I call it Give to Get Marketing. So, where most real estate agents are uh, approaching people and saying, Hey, I'll give you a free valuation, and Hey, here's me, I'm top 1%, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. I don't really think that people – I don't think that has, that has much cut through in all the white noise that's out there today. There are more real estate agents than ever. Uh, and, and, and I found the more different I could be, the easier it was to get noticed. And, uh, and you know, like I said, long story short, the book sold over 200,000 copies now. It's on Amazon.com for, for 30 bucks, uh, but it's free from a Best Agents member. So – what I did was I created this company called Best Agents because other agents started approaching me and saying, hey, Ray, I really like your ideas. I love the concept of the book. I love give to get marketing. I really want a unique selling proposition in my business. How do I do it? How do I get hold of the letters? How do I get hold of the books, bulk quantities of the books, a discount, et cetera? So, so that's kind of my story and that's how it's, uh, how it's evolved to uh, the point where the business is today. So, so you know, I, I want to get into that. Um, and I, you know, uh, but you you touch on something very important, right? So, so it, if I go back to ninety one, ninety two, whatever you said, that you were in a recession, and in that kind of an environment, prices drop and volume drops, right? There's no inventory. Yep. And the, here's the funny thing, Ray, is we are in here in America. Um, you know, we are in a very very hot market here, and. There is no inventory, man. There is, I mean, rates are low, but but people are struggling because there's there's zero inventory. So yeah. again, you you so it, it's almost like you're facing the same situation, whether it's a hot market or a very very uh, you know, or, or you're in a recession. Yeah. Um, um, One of the things, Toby, that that really had a huge effect on me is yeah. that. When this started happening, and I'd been very successful in real estate right up until the time that, that we started our business, and and once things kicked along, we 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 had more success with the book and our other marketing ideas than than, than we ever dreamed of. But one of the things that really hit me hard was I never wanted to be that vulnerable again. I never wanted to be, you know, doing this good month, bad month kind of thing that that the majority of agents seem to go through. I never wanted to have my pipeline empty. I always wanted there to be plenty of listings. And the thing that happened when I started using these marketing ideas is that I started building more and more relationships. Now, you're in San Diego. So uh, if you're a realtor in San Diego, somebody woke up this morning and decided to sell. Now, if they didn't call Toby Salgado 
it can only be because if you're if you're a realtor in in San Diego, it can only be because they don't know you and there's no relationship there. So, I found the more relationships that I could start and maintain, uh, the more warm contacts I could prospect, the more listing uh, or or appraisal. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? Opinions CMA. of value. Yeah, yeah. That I that I could do. We call them appraisals in Australia. Um, and then the more listing presentations I could make, the more listings I'd get, and the more sales I'd make. And it's a very simple formula, and it's one followed by top agents today. Absolutely. And I want to get, I want to find out from your perspective, Ray, how you do that. Because look, here's here's what I was gonna what I was trying to say earlier, right? So again, recession, hot market. Now, in a recession, and this is what happened to you, right? So you you said that the more ways I found that I could be different, the more traction you would get. So in a, yes. in, a in a recession, you can you can really prove to that seller that hey, I'm a I'm I have a unique a built skill set. I can market your house. I can not only sell, I can get you more money. Okay, that's you can do that in a down market. Now, the problem in a hot market like we are seeing here in America is that from Denver to DC, everybody feels like you put your house on the market and, and, and your two things are going to happen day one or week one, depending on the market, you're going to get multiple offers and yeah. at and over the asking price. Now, when, again, I want to know this from your perspective, here's what happens or at least what I'm seeing. And again, as you know, we have this radio advertising arm. I, I don't know if you know that. Maybe you yes, do. I do. Okay. Yes, I do. So, yep. so I'm, I do. I'm seeing my people who are doing, spending a lot of money on the radio in some markets, it's not working. And he, and here's why I, my theory on that Ray is that in that again, hot market, multiple over the asking price uh, environment that, I'm going to sell my house. It doesn't matter who lists it. I don't need a great agent because the market's, you know, the market's just that hot. So guess what? I'm not going to hire Ray Wood. I'm not going to hire Toby Salgado. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give my listing to my niece who just got, who just got her license, right? Everything's going to, so, so number one, what's your opinion on on that? And two, how does somebody combat that? Well, I think if there's a relationship in place and it's reinforced and nurtured, yeah. I mean, a, a garden needs to be watered and, and weeded, right? It's the same with relationships. We need to um, – most real estate agents I know, Toby, the, the majority, 80%, um, wake up in the morning and look for a listing. There's little or no – many of them don't even use a database, amazingly. Yeah. And the ones uh, – you know, some people tell me that they have Outlook and that's their database. There's so much great technology out there at the moment uh, that people can use to, to keep in touch. Um, and a lot of the old methods are not working. You know, if, if we do a batch email to 1,000 contacts, less than 20% are going to see it. So it's one in five. Uh, whereby what the best agents are doing at the moment is, for example, using text messaging, things like that. I mean, who doesn't see a text, uh, uh, an SMS, right? Yeah. So that's that's really cutting through. Um, I was speaking with, uh, and and she would be a fantastic interview for your show, a lady called Melanie Pache from Toronto. She's getting 1,200 inquiries to her website every day and she is really engaging her market. Uh, and I've been working with Mel, and she's doing some terrific work. Check out her website, and, and can, can I mention it now on the show? Yeah, Because absolutely. it's a really interesting example. Uh, the website is getwhatyouwant.ca, and Mel writes a regular blog, but the, but the how do I describe it? The personality that you pick up from her website and from her blog is what's delivered the whole way along. So she's really taken 
the whole idea of the relationship of, of starting building and nurturing the relationship to a whole new whole new level and their business you know and and Toronto is a, is a, is is the same market that you that you're talking about there's there's less inventory and things are selling so quickly but their business has has doubled each year for the last 3 years and i think it's a it's a terrific success story and it's a and it's a red hot example of how a competent real estate agent in this market who knows how to tap into social media who knows how to really connect with their uh, potential clients and build these relationships. It's a great example as to how that, that that is working so well. So, okay. So, so you have in order to uh, going back to your your illustration earlier, right? Your garden. You have to nurture it. You have to water it. You have to pull the weeds. So, so that's great. But but you have to plant the seeds first, right? And and so going back to what you said, right? It's all about getting warm. Uh, what'd you say here? Warm relationships, right? If you can, if you can develop some kind of connection, then yeah. you can water that relationship, right? You can, you can develop it. And that's what, you know, in your illustration, Melanie's doing, she's doing a great yeah. job on her blog. How, yeah. how, and how in the world is she driving 1200 uniques every day to a stinking realtor website? That's amazing. How is she doing that? Well, um, she, I, I've actually, I'm just about to launch uh, the interview that I did with Mel uh, on my podcast, topagentsplaybook.com, but I, I think you should contact her as well and she'll tell you. Okay. One of the things that she did in the early days, uh, and she tells the story, she gave, she gave some guy 600 bucks to get, who, who told her he would get her on the front page of Google. Now, he didn't. Um, so she started going to Inman conferences and learning about how she can really get some great SEO going and she learned that writing a regular blog uh, is going to help with search engine optimization and and really tapping into these keywords. So, you know, buying in Toronto, selling in Toronto and then going through all the, all the various keywords and key phrases. She did that. Here's the other kicker. This is pretty cool. She... Um, when she does a Facebook or a Google AdWords campaign, in addition to that, she can get up to 2,000 uh, inquiries every day. So she has really mastered lead generation and she's built a team around her um, to to handle the inquiry. She did one really cool thing on her website as well. Um, and if you go to getwhatyouwant.ca, you'll see it. And she did a tweak. And I, I forget exactly, but I think she told me it almost doubled inquiry for her in the space of a month. She added up in the top right-hand corner, feel free to call us, we won't stalk you, right? Just a silly little thing like that. And that just like, just that little tweak uh, doubled, her, doubled her inquiry. So she, she is really working, working very hard to position her brand, which is the Brell team, B-R-E-L, uh, her and her husband, uh, Brendan. Um, but she is working really hard and it's just top of mind at the moment because I, I just did this interview with her, but she's working really hard to position her business completely away from being the typical real estate agent. You won't find any marketing around them saying top 1%, blah, right. blah, blah. It's a, it's a totally different approach. And what she succeeded in doing with that approach is really connecting with people. Here's something else that she's doing. Because we live in this... Uh, we're on this wild ride called um, the digital age, right? People want stuff instantly. So she set up that if somebody emails or messages or, or contacts her or hits her up on Twitter, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, she set up that she can get back to them really, really quickly. Not every time, 
but really, really quickly. Um, uh, my wife and I recently bought a property and we're selling a property. And the lag time between when we make the inquiry and when we actually get a response is just ridiculous. And we're talking some big fees. We're talking 4 or 5% overall. So um, I just for the life of me can't work out why people haven't embraced some of this technology and some of these opportunities a lot faster. And I think that that's why so many agents are struggling because they can see it, but they fight it. Do you know what happened on the 21st of April? Google decided, Google made a decision that if your website is not mobile friendly, in other words, if it's difficult to navigate on, on a mobile, you know when you've got those websites and you're pinching and you're trying to get it apart and then it crashes and you're trying to enter some data in, you're trying to get the keyboard to come up. Google said, enough, we're not doing that anymore. So if your website is not mobile friendly, they're not even going to rank it. So Yeah, they, you know, they ding you pretty hard. They, I mean, they, they, yeah, they, they'll still rank it, but it's just they ding you. They, they, yeah, they give heavy, heavy preference to, to, uh, to mobile-friendly uh, sites. Abs- absolutely, and, and, and so they should. The majority of real estate sites, of real estate agents or realtor sites that I've seen are not mobile-friendly. And our market are buyers and sellers out there, and they're mobile increasingly. So I'd say at least half of their traffic is mobile. Uh, and they're they're losing it. They're kissing it away a lot of the time because their sites aren't mobile friendly. So there's, I guess, what I'm saying is that there's this whole shift going on that people are are really missing out on, and and you know there's there's no this this is not a project that you can do in the next eighteen months. This is something that you need to action this week. Yeah, no, I agree, and I'll take it one step further. I mean, you can build a mobile responsive website. That's that's one thing. Um, but the best thing you can do, like I have, I have, uh, you know, Super Agents Live, and then I have, I have my personal branding site, TobySalgado.com, uh, and then I have, I have some, uh, I have RealEstateRadioExperts.com. All those sites, I built a completely separate website for the mobile experience like a whole different set of of you know the same developers a whole different project you know it's yeah. not like i put you can again that's different from just being mobile responsive right yes so yeah so. well you've taken it a step further which is which is awesome and you know all power to you i mean your your listeners to super agents live they they should be taking a leaf out of your book and doing exactly the same thing because it's, I mean, seriously, it's, it's just such an important part of marketing. And you know what? The, tax, the, the, the tech-savvy uh, consumers and real estate consumers in the market are looking for a tech-savvy agent. Yeah, absolutely. And look, here's the deal. So, so what you said earlier, Ray, um, and you gave, by the way, you gave me a great segue a minute ago to jump to, to, into your stuff, and I, I'll use it in a second. But so, so the, the, here's the deal. You said, for the life of me, I can't figure out why people are not embracing this. Now, some people are, but at the end of the day, right, NAR puts out stats, and I, I commonly refer to them on the show, but, you know, the average agent in America is a 57-year-old woman. Now, I just yep. talked, you know, here's the funny thing. I just talked to a 57-year-old woman yesterday on the phone, and, dude, she was slow, man. She was like, I was telling her, I said, let's go look up this site. She's like, oh, how do you, and it was like, I said, look up Chris Smith. She's like, how do you spell that? I'm like, Chris wow. Smith. You know, yeah. and, and then and then we got to talking. She's like, I don't know how to work anything. I don't know how to work. <laughs> I said, yeah. Oh man, you need some help. Um, so that's why people aren't embracing it. But so so here's 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 the segue into your stuff, Ray, and, and we'll bounce back and forth. If I look at what Melanie's doing, she's she's 
she's putting her personality out there. The tagline for her site is no BS, no fridge meds, no broken promises. And, yep. and then on her site, she's, she, this is why her, her site's uh, uh, ranking so well for a Google searches. You know, I'm looking at this first post here, loft junkie us too. We've re- reviewed 99 of our favorite t- Toronto lofts. That, what a great post. I want to see that. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And not only that. So what she can do with that content is she can now, you know, that's great content to then migrate to Facebook. And, and I'm sure she has photos. I haven't opened it up, but that's great content then for Instagram. So, so she's, 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 she's got this unique funnel here where she can write one post and use it multiplicity, right? In multiple different ways. Now here's, here's what I'm not seeing on her site. Something, and this is the, this is the point where we get to your stuff, right? And best agents, your other site. I'll let you talk about that. Is one thing that I suggest people do is, you know, all the traffic for Melanie, she's earning traffic, right? All traffic you either earn or you buy. Now, if you buy it or earn it, you want to try to monetize it, right? You want to get their phone number. You want to get their email. Now, what I suggest to people, if you go to Super Agents, and I'm going to let you take off here in a second, right? But if you go to Super Agents Live, what you'll see is I wrote an ebook. You give me your email address so I can get you on my list and I can communicate to you. Um, so I, I'll give you a book for free. Just give me your email address. So I encourage people to write an ebook, how to how, like just like you wrote, Ray. What, how yeah. to get? What was the? Hold on, I wrote it down. Um, how to get more? What, what's the title of your book? My book is um, uh, the lead generating. The lead generating book is how to sell your home for more. That's right. How to sell your home for more. So I suggest people write it. Put that on the top of your site. Even use a light box or a pop-up box and say, hey, listen, hey, if you're selling your house, I'll give you this book for free. Fan- yep. So then you, you drive traffic, you get their email address. Now you, can, now you can put them in your database and market to them. So that's a long way to get into that's kind of what you're doing with your other site, Best Agents. So again, I, this is not a pitch. So uh, you know, I, you know, just lob it in there lightly. But tell us how you help agents utilize some of this marketing uh, for this, this digital age? Okay. Best Agents is a personal marketing system. So what I'm really interested in is working with our, our members to help them promote their personal brand. I don't believe, Toby, that, that uh, uh, and this is just me, and maybe I'm wrong, uh, I'd be interested on, in, in your view on this, but I don't think people say I'm going to hire a Remax agent, I'm going to hire a Keller Williams agent. They're really for a Century 21 agent. I believe that they will focus more greatly on the individual. And, I mean, it's the individual at the, at the kitchen table that, that comes and, and makes a pitch to them to, to, list, to list with them or sign up an offer or, or sign up a buyer or whatever it might be. So I'm really interested in, in promoting the personal, the personal brand. And you can see with getwhatyouwant.ca how, how Mel Pichet has has done exactly that. So at Best Agents what we look at is – how do we, from a cold start without door knocking or cold calling, because I hate that. I once got chased by a dog. That's another story. And that just like destroyed it for, forever for me. I ruined a new suit. But one of the things that um, I believe people should focus on is the opportunities to create these new relationships. And how we do that at Best Agents is give to get marketing. We offer a, cop- a copy of the book. We have online profiles, for example. Uh, I've, I've even ghostwritten a book so, so uh, individual members can be their own author. It's called The Ultimate Home Seller's Guide. So it's really a matter of positioning yourself to be totally different than everybody else out there because 
it's a lot easier to get noticed when you do that. We've set up a website for members called printreadyads.com. So if people go to printreadyads.com, they can check a full gallery. So you can enter all of your information in there and you can tailor dozens of different proven marketing pieces that um, you can use in your area as generic letter drops or even as customized direct mail pieces. I've created a product called Direct Mail Power where I've followed these great basic direct mail principles that set out by uh, my, my hero, David Ogilvy, who, who created so many of these awesome direct mail letters that, that really sell. And I was talking before about the failure of email and how hard it is to connect with people. The direct mail letter is back and it's bigger and badder than ever. And if it's properly done, and I'm talking no logos, and I really have to arm wrestle some of our members to stop using logos because when you get an envelope with a logo on it, you've kind of just given the game away. If it's blank, and here's another thing, if it's actually handwritten, guess what? It's going to get opened. So there's some really creative ways that we use to help members uh, attract uh, more potential sellers. Uh, okay, so on that um – Sorry, I was, uh, I, there's there's a lot there to dig into. Uh, with that, you said the direct mail letter is 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 badder and bolder than ever. Yep. Um, in this Twitter world, 140 characters. The the thinking today is that everything that you do needs to be bite sized. Whereas you know David Ogilvy, Jay Abram, uh, Abraham, or or. Uh, uh, Kennedy, those guys are very long form. Yeah. They, they think it should be yeah. long form. What's your take on that? Long form well, or very short form? Long copy sells if you if you can engage your reader. If you're um, if you're interested in going to Spain at the moment, right? You're going to be researching that, so you're more likely to spend more time thinking about going to Spain. If you're a woman and you're pregnant and having a baby, guess what? You're going to be researching everything to do with having a baby. You're going to want to learn about that. We live in a day and an age where we can do all of that. If you're thinking about selling a property and you want to add value to your property and you want it to be a great experience, um, you've got the opportunity to research that pretty thoroughly now. And uh, the the good thing about like long copy, I mean, it's it's from a cold start, it's hard to connect with people with long copy. And I mean, even some of the websites that you and I you know, know about, um, the so-called squeeze pages, et cetera, they used to have long, long, long cascading style sheets of copy, 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 copy. And you just fast forward to the bottom to see how much it was, the product right. or, or whatever. I'm sure you've done that. Of I, I know I have many times. But um, a good letter doesn't need to be long, but it can still engage. And there are... Um, there are some critical points to a direct mail letter that will help people connect. But most people, and let's talk about let's talk about realtors. Most realtors get it wrong because they ignore the rules that are you know as old as time. Okay, so so um, when you think about, gosh, okay, you, you have a, you know you've met somebody right, you have a contact, it's a warm relationship, you want to water that. Um, I would imagine sending, just like you said a minute ago, a handwritten, handwritten short form piece. Developing that relationship is is is, is the right thing to do. And, yep. and then, of course, if you have a, you know, the the deeper your relationship goes, you know, then maybe it can then go longer and longer and longer. Um, yep. And by the way, this is a, a this is I, I I don't get anything for this, but 
people will say with handwritten letters, I have terrible handwriting, whatever. There's a company called Hello Bond. Do you know Hello Bond? No. Hello Bond. Well, you can hop on your PC, on your phone, uh, write a letter, give, you know, upload it to Hello Bond, and they have these machines that will write beautiful. It, it's, it's handwritten, but in ink, but, they, but it's done for you. Oh, that's cool. It's it's phenomenal. It's like three bucks a letter, but it's 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 worth it. I'm looking it up as we're speaking. I was. Oh, it's uh, it sounds a little bit to me like send out cards as well. The technology's there to you can create your own handwriting and feed it in as a as a font. Um, but that's certainly. I, I was talking more, Toby, about uh, a handwritten address on an envelope, not the whole letter, ah. uh, because we want to get the letter opened once it's opened. Then you've got the opportunity to engage people. But up until that point, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. And if you send something like that, again, it's different. If it's in a window face, it might be a bill. It could be a summons. Who knows what it is? But uh, if, if, you, if you send something that's handwritten, it could be an invitation to a party, uh, a wedding. It could be anything. So, right. uh, And it really kind of sets the tone for the, the letter. And if the letter's properly done... And it's in a it's in a uh, in a serif font, uh, and it's the right size. And and also, it, the font needs to be bigger, at least twelve point, if not bigger, because you know you don't want people reaching for their glasses. You want them you want them to be able to read it straight away. Yep. Okay. Um, what is w- w- no logo? What, it, it, you suggest that I, I think you know I know why, but maybe tell everybody why yep. no logo. Yeah. Okay. I believe the logo is a disconnect. I think there's plenty of opportunity. I mean, as real estate agents, we're all in love with our logo, right? And and uh, it's just the way it is. And the larger companies say, use the logo, build the brand, build the brand, build the brand. That's cool. I'm okay with that. But there's a time and a place to do that. The time to do it is when you've got the listing and you're putting your sign on the front line or when it, however you're going to market it on your internet site, uh, if you're on Zillow or wherever you're going uh, in, in your own site, that's a time where you can market your logo till the cows come home. Let's talk about getting the initial inquiry. Let's make it simple. Um, people see, people's eyes will automatically go to images before they go to copy, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and we're processing so much of this information in milliseconds. So every image is a distraction. Uh, and that's where... I believe that, that the logo is a disconnect. For example, when we market the book, How to Sell Your Home for More, what we use, and, and the, the front of the book is designed really, really sharp uh, and, and bright and colourful. It's red and yellow like a, like a cereal packet on a, on a supermarket shelf. So you can see, you could spot it from 200 yards. You know what it is and it's nice and bright. But we include an image of that when we market, which is a really powerful thing because people can actually see what they're going to get. I believe that the company logo, when you start marketing, is a is a massive disconnect, and it's it's not it's not essential to the message. What you're really wanting, you know, uh, what what do we want people to do? We want them to pick up the phone and call us and say, "Hey, I'd like to get a copy of that book. How do I do it?" Now, if you're in an area where you must use your logo, okay, that's a different thing. I don't want to even get involved in that in the different states and boards and countries, etc. Sure, um, but. As far as pure, effective marketing goes, I'm a no-logo fan. Got it. Um, so, so let me tell you something. As, as I look through your site, Best Agents, um, yep. how you are being different 
here, how you, Ray Wood, you know, you've developed something different. Is if I look at all the trainers, right, Mike Ferry, Tom Ferry, all those guys, they will they will sell you or give you when you sign up for them. They'll give you scripts, right? People people go, I don't know what to say, so they'll give you scripts. Now, what you seem to be doing, Ray, is you know when when people are talking, you know, in terms of a, a mailing or an email or whatever, people go, I don't again, I don't know what to say. It seems like you have this package where you uh, direct mail power audio series. Um, do you just deliver? Like, what do they get? I mean, is it literally like a marketing in a box? Yeah, yeah. What what we have is a members lounge that they access. Members uh, access everything online. They're able to get it. We actually send them um, 20 copies of How to Sell Your Home for More. Uh, they can get as many books as they want, basically at cost. So they do get the hard copies of the book. Uh, if they want to get their own book printed, we can do that as well. The other thing that we do, Toby, is we give um, geographic exclusivity. So I've always had the belief there's no point pouring blood, sweat and tears uh, and money into a huge marketing campaign where the guy down the road's doing exactly the same thing. Remember, I was talking about a unique selling proposition and having a point of difference. So you need to have that geographic exclusivity. So all members have their specific patch, which is normally down to a series of a zip code, one or more. Uh, and that's the way that we let them uh, use their exclusive use their exclusivity. So yes, they can access all of the scripts and letters and and everything that that we have in the back end. But it's essentially about uh, and lead generation websites and and that kind of thing. But it's essentially about looking at how that they how they can market their personal brand and setting them up in such a way that there's there's a system to what they're doing and they're focusing on the productive things that are going to make them money. Got it. Um, so that's pretty um, – to, to the, the white, private white-label book. So you guys wrote a book. I, I can go, hey, Ray, um, slap my, my face and name on the, on the book. I take it to the listing presentation. I go, hey, look, here, you know, I'm a published author. Here's, here's my book. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you go to realestateauthors.net, you'll see – and this is, this is the Australian site, but you'll see, it, see how we've set the book up, The Ultimate Home Seller's Guide. Yeah. Uh, and the I've put a little video explainer in there and showing people how it works. So uh, a few times each year we do a bulk printing of this uh, and we show people how, how they can put it together. Um, we include different things with it. They can get a bulk order. There's an electronic or a flip book, an e-book that's included with it. I do a press kit. They get the graphics. So they've got this ready-made personal branding concept that they can use exclusively in their own territory. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's kind of like uh, um, you know what other pe- what what you can do is you can buy. Getting on TV is not that expensive, and you can you can buy you know spots on CNBC. You know, name the name the network uh, at three in the morning, and then you can literally you know have on your site legitimately go, hey, as featured on NBC, 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 ABC, Fox. Yes, yes, yeah. What same, a top idea. Kind of, same same kind of thing. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Look. You have all these sites, you know, you are truly this, this marketing guy. How, like what's your, how did you learn this stuff? I mean, you know, I mean, is, um, are you just a professional marketer? Is that what you've always done? Yeah, I, I really, I, I get out of bed in the morning and I start thinking about how I can, how I can help members get more listings and make more contacts. I start thinking about how I can make them stand out in their market. And, you know, a lot of real estate people, Toby, are, are very timid and and don't want to get out of their shell and 
And I understand that, but those guys are probably not my market. Um, I'm, uh, the, the people that we work with are, are, are pretty successful. Um, many of the agents that we work with are doing forty dollars or $50,000 in, uh, in commission each month, uh, which is exciting. And they start to get some momentum. And you can start to really drive some traffic into your business and build your build your brand when you when you do these things but i mean it, it just it was that deep seated um uh I, I nearly said fear but but i guess it was a fear i just i back in 1990 in the early 90s when when things got tight i never wanted to be that vulnerable again and i know a lot of people and you know we'll have tough times again who knows who knows how far away things are but i believe if you set up properly you can ride out any storm if you follow the rules. Yeah, I mean, look, that's everybody's goal is to build a, to build a business that is that will work in any kind of environment. L- let me ask you this: so, so you know, you are, again, I think are a little bit unique in the sense that you are bridging the gap. You're, you're doing online stuff and offline stuff, right? Most yep. people are focused on one side or the other, right? I'm all offline, face to face, belly to belly, or I'm, I'm all online. I'll show you how to do Facebook marketing. Yeah. Um, where do you think, and it, you know, in the market environment that we're in right now, in terms of developing a skill set or or a marketing channel, where do you think the low hanging fruit is for someone to focus on? Um, I'd probably answer that in another way along the theme as, as to what we're talking talking about, and I'd be saying, um, how does your digital twin look in the mirror? And when I, when I say digital twin, I'm talking about the um, – uh, and, and a mate of mine, Peter Brewer, came up with, 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 that, with that terminology and it's really powerful because our, there's kind of two of us nowadays as opposed to 1994, fast forward to now. Our offline marketing is normally pretty good. It's pretty sharp. Our signs are good and newspaper ads or magazine ads are good. Our business cards look nice. But now we've got this whole other side to our – to our professional personality, and it's our digital twin. So how is our, you know, what kind of comments are we posting on Facebook? How are we reaching out? Are we building a community? Are we building a following? What are we doing on Instagram? Um, Are we using Twitter? You know, a lot of great agents don't even worry about it. I'm not saying everybody has to. Uh, But how's your website looking? What's What's the lag time between when somebody makes a quick comment and says, hey, I'm thinking of selling, can you call me? Um, how long does that take? Is somebody monitoring that? Um, what's your mobile presence like? How we were talking, talking about before. So I think it's important that your digital twin needs to look like your, your analog twin, your, your, your offline twin, and then people have the, have the full package then and they're probably better informed to make a, a good real estate decision. I believe people, Toby, are looking for three things when they go to sell. And I like to focus on sellers because I know so many agents focus on buyers. But, hey, if you've got the listings, you're going to have as many buyers as you want. You have people beating a path to your door. If you can control the listings in your area or if you can move to that. Yeah. I think people are looking for three things, right? These, these are sellers. This is getting into the mind of a seller. Number one. I think they're looking for a top market price. They want to get better than the guy around the corner. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's pretty obvious. Number two, they don't want to be on the market forever. Okay, they want to be selling in a in a in a reasonable amount of time. Um, uh, and you know, like you said, things are going pretty quickly now, so uh, that's probably not so much of an issue. And the third thing that they're looking for, I believe, is a good real estate experience, and that's probably the most valuable in our profession because that's the thing that people talk about. That's where 
you get these golden referrals and you can build such a great following when you've got um, good referrals coming in and when you're providing a really good real estate experience. And I'm talking about you know, um, following up. And you, you asked me, okay, where's the low-hanging fruit? I think the low-hanging fruit is going back and connecting with everybody that you've ever bought or sold to. If you're not new to real estate, you're going to have some history. I think the best thing that you could do is go back and connect with them. Get them on the phone. Don't, don't chicken out and just send them an email. Call them up and say, hey, it's Ray. I'm feeling a little guilty. I haven't been in touch. How are you doing? I was thinking about you. Just a simple thing like that as a way to connect. But people spend so much time, money and effort looking under rocks for listing leads when they're turning their backs on the people who know them and love them. Yeah. So I believe that's the low-hanging fruit. That would be my answer. Okay. All right. Well, look, I would agree with that. So so I think a couple things, Ray. You know, people are listening to you and and they're going, geez, man, that's a lot of work. I don't, I don't know where to start, right? And, you know, do I really need to be on, you know, does my digital twin need to be on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook? I don't have that much bandwidth. Um, so, so I don't know how you'd address that, but, but here's, I want to ask you this along the lines of what you just said, right? Your past clients, your sphere of, that's sphere, sphere, sphere of influence, right? There, there are deals in your network. Yeah. Yep, so sure. do you recommend people, people one segment their database, right? That can be by past clients or sphere that can also be by segmenting them as boomers, Gen Xers to millennials. And, and the reason why I would say segment your database by that is because, you know, uh, being a great marketer is speaking to that person the way they want to be spoke to, right? Yep. You're going to speak to sellers one way. So don't, so, you know, you can create a marketing message, but you shouldn't blast it off to everybody. You know, yep. it, you know, boomers look, they don't want to get an email. They, they want to get a phone call. Uh, millennials look, man, just text me. So what are your thoughts on, on that? I think you've got to be very careful about generic, uh, generically blasting your list. Um, if you've got somebody who's sub-30 as opposed to somebody in their 60s, they're, they're listening to a totally different language and you'll alienate one or the other or both. You have to be really careful. I think, yes, I believe lists should be uh, um, uh, CRMs or, or real estate software or whatever you want to call it. I believe the more um, to a point segregated they are and, and, and divided up into buyers and sellers um, so you can do your price matching and all of that. The better you know the individual client on there, then the more success I believe you're going to enjoy. If you haven't spoken to somebody for six months and she's a contact and you call her up and you say, hi, Jenny, it's Ray Wood calling, just wanted to contact, reach out and tell you that there's a property coming up in, in the area, didn't know whether you see it or not. You want to have your notes from the last time you discussed. Her mum might have gone into nursing care. One of their children might have uh, scored a scholarship to a college or something like that. Um, And that, Toby, I really believe that's the secret source in all of this. That's the personal connection. And you said something before that that made me think um, uh, hard about uh, what's the one thing that you can do. I would take a leaf out of Mel Pichet's book and, and if you don't have a good one already, I would set up a personal website and I'm not saying this be, because we don't even make them, right? I would, but I would use uh, getwhatyouwant.ca as a, as a great example. I would set up a website and I would start blogging and just start to learn more about it. I don't care whether you're 25 or 75, it doesn't really matter. Age is a state of mind and it's all happening between your ears. 
if your attitude is, hey, I'm a dinosaur, I'm never going to do it, then you're never going to do it. But I know that there's plenty of people in their 60s and 70s. Boy, my, uh, my aunt is in her 90s. She took herself to the library and she ordered a computer online and she's taught herself how to do that. Now, okay, she's not, she's not about to build a website in WordPress, but at least she can get onto Facebook and check stuff out. And uh, I just think that this, you know, technology is so successful and companies like Apple and Google uh, have enjoyed so much success because they've made technology so much easier for us to use. I mean, goodness, how much easier does it have to get? And like I said before, your market out there is tech savvy and they're looking for a tech savvy agent. If you're not that agent, they'll quickly find one who is. Yeah, no, I agree. And and everything these days is kind of done for you, right? Leadpages.net, you don't need to worry about building a landing page, squeeze page. It's built for you, right? Everything it's is there. There. even WordPress, right? Forget yep. HTML, for you know, it's it's all right there. So, speaking of that, and again, you know, you are uh you, you, you know, I'm 45, so you're probably you indicated that you're a little bit older than me. I don't, I don't I'm 55. I was okay. 55 last week. Wow. Wow, good for you, man. <laughs> how how are you so tech savvy? And and you can answer that. And, and I'll, this is uh, this, this is a terrible as an interview. I shouldn't ask you two questions, but I'm gonna. Uh, it's, so it's actually a really good question, and I'll I'll tell you. Okay, go. And then um, I have another question for you after that. Okay. Uh, in 1985, I went on a fantastic life changing trip to Europe, and uh, met a girl and fell in love. And she uh, was from Mississauga, which is a suburb of Toronto. And um, we got married. We lived in Melbourne for 20 years, and. Uh, we have three children and uh, after about 20 years of, of marriage, I'm burying my soul here, we agreed to separate and she wanted to come back to Canada and, um, and I said, well, boy, that's cool uh, and she wanted to, wanted to take our children as well and I said, okay, that's great but how long are you going to be? She said, well, probably only a couple of years. So I said, okay, a couple of years, I can live with that. We didn't sign anything. Anyway, after, th- after three years, she still hadn't come back to Melbourne. After four years, she still hadn't come back and I realised that she probably wasn't going to. So I made the decision then and there, Toby, and we're going back to uh, 2007, 2008. I made the decision to, uh, to, um, to move here full time. Uh, I had no job uh, um, in Canada. In fact, I wasn't allowed to, to earn an income in Canada. The best I could get was a, was a visitor's visa. I had no health cover. I couldn't get a mortgage. So at the age of what was I, late 40s, I was completely starting again. But I did have my business in Australia, which is Best Agents. So I thought, boy, I can transplant that here. A lot of this material and things that I'm doing are perfectly applicable to the North American market. So what I had to do in answer to your question, I really had to, if I wanted to be with my children, I really had to learn as much as I could about technology. And I'm so glad that I did because it was, it was such an important thing. And, you know, goodness, there's still a heap of stuff I don't know, but I'll take the time to find out. And it's funny with technology, and I'd say this to anybody who's listening who's a little bit scared of it, once you learn a little bit and you learn to do something and you can overcome and you can troubleshoot a problem yourself, you start to learn more and more about it and it gets better and, you, and your confidence build. A wonderful thing happens. Your confidence starts to build. And there's so many people out there that you can reach out to who will help you. So that's been a big part of my journey, I guess, is just 
you know, reconnecting with my kids and I've got a great relationship with my kids and with my ex-wife, I, I should mention. I've also remarried, which is great, uh, to Christine. That's a completely new story. Um, but I really had to get in and understand this technology to make it work. And and my day, a lot of the time, my, I've got we've got uh, 400 members now, over 400 members throughout Australia and New Zealand. So uh, 6 p.m. Toronto time is about 8 a.m. in Melbourne and Sydney the next day. So my day kind of starts all over again. But I love it. It's what I do. And, uh, yeah, it uh, keeps me young. No, that's great. And, look, and, and for, you know, it, 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 again, if anybody is daunted by that, and this is, I'm, this, this is for the audience, I mean, there, there are places like Udemy, right? And you can literally buy a course on how to create a website in 10 days. Yeah. Um, for 10 bucks for 30 bucks it's it's yeah. it's all it's all out there and it's you know yeah. and you can learn at your own pace so so okay you've taught you, you learned you know you're self-taught you you know by uh you had to, to to learn how to make a living you had to, you know you could do it online what tools what are the top five tools that you use uh every day every week every month i use Basecamp every day I, I taught myself because I hated paying graphic design. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love graphic designers. They're very, very clever. But I didn't have the money in the early days to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on graphic art. So I, I use um, um, Adobe Illustrator um, all the time. Um, I've just started using Evernote, uh, which, which is interesting, and I'm learning sort of quite, quite a lot from that. Um, what else do I use online? I'm a big Facebook guy. I love putting myself out there on Facebook. Uh, and if anybody wants to connect with me on Facebook, it's just facebook.com forward slash best agents, B-E-S-T-A-G-E-N-T-S. Um, and I use, uh, I'm a big fan, obviously, with my podcast, topagentsplaybook.com. Uh, I use, I'm a big Skype user. I record all my interviews on Skype and then I put them up through GarageBand to, uh, to, to mix them up and, and produce them. Got it. So you're a Mac guy. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about podcasts for a second, right? So, so at the you know years and years ago, um, when blogs just came out, right? If you were early to blogging, you know people made millions of dollars with with, yep. with a blog. Yes. Um, now it's very hard, and you you know you suggested people write a blog, and and that's. Uh, it's really hard to get noticed. You have to do it for a very long, you know, you're, that's an 18 month thing. You're not, you know, nobody's going to do that in the three months start to see results. Um, what do you think podcasts? I think, uh, you know, I started mine a year and a half ago and I think I was, I was on the late side of early. I think now everybody's got a podcast. Um, what do you think about an agent out there, realtor creating a, a, a hyper local podcast? Um, I don't know specifically. It's it's a as as you and I know, it's a massive input of time. Um, there there is a lot involved, and and I will say just just rewinding one sec. One of the things that in that inspired me to do topagentsplaybook.com was listening to Super Agents Live, and I listened to so many of your podcasts, and I think they're fantastic. Uh, I think you've got terrific energy, and I really like the way that. Uh, that, that you convey the information. One of the great things about podcasts is that we are so time poor and I feel like if I'm in my car, I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I love music and I play guitar and sing and, and I'm mad about that, but I won't sit in my car for hours and, and listen to music. I love listening to stories, you know. I love Radio Labs. I love uh, yeah. the, the podcast. I love Note to Self, the podcast. Um, uh, Terry uh, O'Reilly, Under the Influence, um, that sort of thing, and Super Agents Live. 
um, listening to that as well. So I like to listen to the content that I like to listen to. I don't like to be told what to listen to. So um, I think that if there's an opportunity for somebody to um, sit down and create a broadcast and, you know, I don't know how long it, it took you to learn to do it. It took me a few months and then I, I went out and I made the decision to buy it. Um, no, I it took me, it took me, it literally, dude, it took me three months to figure, cause I'm on, I'm on PC. It yep. took me three months how to, to figure out what, you know, the editing software, which I use Adobe, uh, uh, Adobe, um, what the heck is it? Uh, yeah, aud- yeah, yeah. Audition. Audition, yeah. So, yeah. you know, learning how to use Audition, figuring out the right mixer. All, it took me three months before I could even, you know, start recording. So, yeah, um, it, yeah it does take a while. It's certainly going to help with your search engine optimization. If you've got a, if you've got a great local podcast that's out there in, in your market, um, I don't know. I, I really hadn't thought about that before. You, you, could, you could keep it really local and really interesting. One of the things that um, – one of the questions I get quite a lot, Toby, is how do I build more followers on my Facebook page? And I found I – found a, 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 I spoke to a guy recently who did something uh, – he's, he's in Adelaide in South Australia, but – uh, and, and this this is a cool thing, nothing to do with podcasts. We can come back to it, but I'll mention it while I while, while I think of it. He came up with this idea. He created a community page. I think it's called We Love the Adelaide Hills, Adelaide as mm-hmm. in the city in South Australia. We Love the Adelaide Hills. Uh, and he said to uh, a few of the professional photographers in town, hey, we're getting this community uh, Facebook page going. Can you send us a couple of great photos uh, each week and we'll feature them and we'll say and we'll promote you and say they're from you. So, um, I mean, Facebook is largely a photo-sharing facility, right? That's, that's one of the big features sure. about it. That's, that's why it works. And it's moving so, to video. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he's got all of these, you know, these, these professional photo houses sending him these great images and then people are sharing them. He's got, and this is in a town of like 10,000 people, I think, in South Australia, in the Adelaide Hills, in, the, in, the, in anybody who knows it, it's uh, near the wine-growing area called the Barossa Valley, a beautiful part of the world. And uh, anyway, he, he developed this. He's got like 3,600 followers in, in less than a year in this, in this very small environment. So maybe if we took that philosophy and applied it to somebody local in their area promoting uh, their community, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they could talk to local business owners, to the mayor. Um, hey, any mayor would love to be broadcast on a, on a podcast. And guess what happens? If you interviewed the mayor in your local town, they're going to share, and it's a good interview, and of course it would be, they're going to share it with their friends as well. So something like that can really spread the word about what you're doing. And it's interesting. Um, that's probably the audio or, or podcast version of, of give to get marketing, isn't it? Instead of saying, hey, list with me, I'm the 1%, I'm the biggest, I've got the most beautiful logo, blah, blah, blah. I'm really connected with my community. I'm giving back. I'm featuring these business owners. I'm featuring, you know, local personalities in the area, people who've achieved awesome things. Um, yeah, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it before. But yeah, no, no. Cool and idea. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I, you know, here's the thing that, that for me, you know, having a podcast is I get access to people which is crazy. I mean, I get access to people with a one-on-one. I spend an hour with them that – I wouldn't, people just don't get access to, right? Yep. You know, people yep. pay Tom Ferry a ton of money 
I'm friends with Tom Ferry because I brought him on the show. I spent an hour with him. I picked his brain. I can name all sorts of people. So I think you know, if somebody did a hyperlocal podcast, right? You you know you you have access to the mayor. You'll have access to the chief of police. You'll have access to you know the 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 top fireman guy, whatever that's called. Yeah, uh, and the I fire think, chief. The fire chief. Yeah. And, I, and I think if you could, you know, you bring those people on. You talk about relevant events. You know, um, you, you know. I mean, look, you you could even bring on some like uh, um, you know. One of the, some doctor at the local hospital to talk about you know the dangers of backyard swimming pools. It's summer now; everybody's swimming. Let's talk about you know uh, lifeguard safety. I don't know, and then you know, and then obviously repurpose that content for your blog, repurpose that content for uh, uh, you know your um, your Facebook page. There's tons of stuff you can do, and, and I'm, now I'm getting all all the ADD on you, but <laughs> but and you know you could you, you know how you could start. I to think drive. you like this idea. Well, you know, I've been telling people to do it, and just nobody's uh, literally one guy in. Florida. I'm teaching him how to do it. He's, nobody's taking me up on this. But but you know what you could also do to to add value to your audience and and get people to listen, right? And and again, get a following on Facebook and cr- cross pollinate uh, your listeners and your readers. Yes. Is is each week. Right, bring on a local business, and there's an offer there. Right, so yep. hey, I'm going to feature. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell the story of the local. You know, it could be literally a five minute show. It doesn't need to be thirty minutes or an hour. But I'm yep. going to feature the local uh, dry cleaner, and uh, we're going to talk about why his he's so special. And by the way, it's buy one get one free for the first two weeks in July. Whatever Love it. it is. Yep. Love so it. anyhow, sorry, man. Toby, as we'd say in Australia, it's a bloody good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we, we have to start wrapping up. Oh, God, we're 55 minutes in. Okay, listen, uh, I'm just going to jump right to the book recommendation. Um, so the setup, I'm an aspiring agent. I have 25 bucks. What book, Ray, should I go buy today? Boy, um, I've got so many, so many different books. I, I really love, okay, Ogilvy on advertising. Uh, it's as... It's as uh, I think David wrote that in the in the 70s or something, but uh, it's a fantastic book, Ogilvy on advertising. I really love it. Um, uh, boy, I, I recommended some books to people the other day. Oh, The Miracle Morning, I think is. Yeah. Have you heard, have you heard about The Miracle Morning? Yeah, have you read that? I've had hell on the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. Maybe that's where I heard about <laughs> it. I love that book. I love that book. That's uh, I found that really, really inspiring. But as far as um, as far as motivating goes, um, a- anything by um, by Seth Godin, yeah. I, I think, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love reading. Uh, I, I love. I, I'm a like because I, I can skim it and get a lot of information really quick. I love fastcompany.com, uh, and I love inc.com as well. I can get a lot of great ideas from that. Uh, as a real estate agent. Seriously, if you're not already, do yourself a favor. Subscribe to Inman.com because there is so much great t- content coming out of there and it's got uh, a real digital bent to it. And, Toby, I'm sure that, that uh, you're fully aware of, of what the guys at Inman are doing. It's, uh, it's fantastic. They're holding events you know, right across the country and there's always something going on and there's always something new. Yeah, you know what's funny? You know what's funny is we cut, we cut a distribution deal with them. So, okay. so they, they will, you know, these shows like this one here, you know, any, anytime I can record a show and, and if I do a write up, they want 800 words uh, of unique content, they will feature it. And guess what? You know what? I'm so busy. I've not done it. 
Yeah. Um, I just, and I did have, we did at one point, uh, Ray, have a deal with uh, realtor.com and it was crazy, dude. We would throw, we'd throw out an an episode on there and we would get like 30,000 hits, like boom. It was crazy. And, 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 but you know what? Realtors, not all of them, some of them are such babies. Um, (laughs) So we did this, we did this post and it was like how to do $50 million with zero in marketing. And And it was like, just a teasy headline. Um, like three people threw a fit. I even got some emails. They're like, my business blows. Like you, you can't do it with no money and blah, blah, blah. And they complained <laughs> to me, they complained to uh, realtor.com and they pulled our deal. They pulled it. Oh, so wow. anyhow, well, look, everybody, yeah. um, it's, uh, Follow, you know, if you want to read um, uh, Ogilvy on Advertising by David Ogilvy, if you want to read any Seth Godin books, if you want to read The Morning uh, Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, and by the way, Hal just did a, just did a new book with uh, my buddy Michael Mayer uh, for specifically for real estate agents. So get a copy on us. Just use our link, audibletrial.com slash superagentslive. Go get a free copy. And if you subscribe, look, you know, the show gets, uh, we get like 15 bucks for everybody who does it. So, you know, support, support the Do show. It. Do it. Hey man, yeah. look, Ray, uh, as you, if you listen, as you know, you know, I always encourage my audience, if they've gotten anything out of this episode, reach out to you and say, thank you. So I know you have a bunch of sites. Where's the best one or how, what's the best way for people to, to find you? The best way to find me is to go to topagentsplaybook.com. You can check out all my podcasts, send me a message. You can download, uh, down, download the Top Agents Playbook ebook that I've put there. Uh, and and on that, uh, in that book, I've included um, the essential 17 actions, habits, and strategies used by real estate's best performers. So, yeah, jump in, check it out. Um, I'd love to send you my ebook. Send me a message, check out the content, and, and yeah, come and say hi. Awesome. All right, buddy. Hey, man, I'll, I'll be the first one to kick it off. Thank you, Ray. It's been fun. I appreciate you coming on. Awesome, Toby. I, I love your show. Congratulations, and uh, thanks for having me, thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. All right, let's talk soon. You've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. For show notes from this episode, recent podcasts, and lots more, go to topagentsplaybook.com.